Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachos. Yoradeya Chelik Sheni Pidyon Bechor Halacha Beis Paragraph Hey. Now Rav Nosson Zal says, "Vezeh Shepirish Rashi B'Tam Hachamisha Shkolam Shel Pidyon Pidyon Bechor." Based on what we've been learning till now in this halacha, we'll understand why Rashi Kodesh in explaining the reason why we use five shkolim to redeem the Bechoyer, Rashi says, <laughs> that when the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik sold him, they sold him for 20 silver pieces, which is five shkolim. <laughs> and we know that Yosef HaTzadik was the Bechoyer of his mother, Rochel Imenu. Hashem gave the Jewish nation the mitzvah of Pidyan Bechoyer immediately upon leaving Mitzrayim. Because the whole ability for the Jewish people to leave Mitzrayim was dependent on this. To be able to defeat the Bechoyer of the Sitrachra, the firstborn of the Egyptians, and to be able to take out the holy firstborn from the Sitrachra. Ki Iker Golas Mitzrayim Mechiras Yosef. Because the whole concept of the Jewish people going down to Egypt began from Yosef HaTzadik, Al Yidei Bechoyer, who was a firstborn to his mother. And by doing this, his brothers <coughs> took the holy Bechoyer, which is the, the Malchus of Kedusha, and sent it down to the Golos Mitzrayim. And especially since they sold him for money, 20 silver pieces, and through this they were pegim in the whole concept of wealth, as we spoke earlier, that Bechoyer and Ashirus go together. And therefore, it's as a result of this that things evolved into a point where Yaakov Avinu and all of his sons had to go down to Egypt. Because by the brothers selling Yosef HaTzadik, the holy Bechoyer, as a servant into Egypt, they, they put the Malchus of Kedusha into Golos. And therefore, it was impossible for the Jewish people to leave Egypt until Hashem first destroyed all the firstborn of Egypt. In order to defeat the Bechor de Sitrachra that was drawing energy from the holy Bechor. That's where the Egyptians drew their strength from, from the fact that the Bechoyer of Kedusha was sent down to them and sold. And this explains why when the Jews left Egypt, Moshe Rabbeinu made sure to take the bones of Yosef HaTzadik with him. Because that was the major factor in ensuring that the Jewish people would leave Egypt. As by the Jewish people taking the Bechor of Kedusha, Yosef HaTzadik, out of Egypt. And by doing that, repairing the damage that they had done initially by, by selling Yosef HaTzadik into slavery in Egypt. And this explains also why upon leaving Egypt, the Jewish people were zechut to the great wealth of Egypt. <coughs> 
because by taking the Bechor of Kedusha out of Golos, that resulted in the wealth returning to Kedusha. Because this was the major Tikkun for the, the damage that was done initially. Remember, we had show, we showed earlier how Bechor is Malchus. There's a Pasuk in Telem where it speaks about Moshiach. And Hashem says, I have, I have made him a Bechor, and, and Malchus is Ashirus. Ha'oysher v'hakovoid milfanecha. And this is why the Pesach says, Vayikach Moshe es atzmois Yosef. That Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef HaTzadeh. Vam Rabbi Senzal, and the Medrash says, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing at the same exact time when Shekol Yisrael ha'yoiskim babiza. The rest of the Jewish nation was involved in taking all the wealth of Egypt out. And Moshe Rabbeinu was involved in dealing with the coffin of Yosef HaTzadeh. Because based on what we've been learning here, we see that it's all one. And these two are dependent on each other. Because this that Moshe Rabbeinu went to take the bones of Yosef HaTzadik, who is the holy Bechor, and by and taking him out of the kingdom of evil, and the Jewish people taking all the wealth of Egypt out of Egypt, it's all really one. And the whole redemption was dependent on, on these things. Because how are the Jewish people redeemed? By defeating the kingdom of evil, which is synonymous with Bechor the Sitrachra, the firstborn of the Sitrachra. Umalin Mishom Malchus and taking out and elevating the holy kingdom, Shehu Bechinas Bechor Digdusha, which is the holy Bechor, Bechinas Yosef, Vazai Tzrichin Lohoitzi Kol Hoashirus Measitrachra, Lachnio Yelakdusha, Lachnis Yelakdusha. And once we, we, we save the holy Bechor and defeat the Bechor of the Sitrachra, then we have to take all the wealth out of Sitrachra and bring that into the Kiddusha. And this is why at that point in time it was a major mitzvah to take all the wealth of Egypt, all the booty. And Hashem took this very seriously. Hashem warned the Jewish people that this is extremely important. As it says clearly in the, in the Torah. Because this is a major aspect of the Tikkun of the Holy Kingdom, upon which is dependent the redemption. The redemption is the Tikkun of the Holy Kingdom. And that's why upon leaving Egypt, at the end of Parshas B'Shalach, we find that that's when Hashem gave the Jewish people the mitzvah of redeeming the Bechor, to redeem the Bechor with 20 silver pieces, which is synonymous to the five pieces that we use today, the five shkolim, the same exact price for which Yosef HaTzadik was sold. That's what led the Jewish people down to Egypt, to this terrible exile. So too, in reversing all of this, whenever a firstborn male child is born, we want to make sure to take whatever steps to ensure that the kingdom of evil is not able to draw from that holy Bechoyer. 
Therefore, we have to give these 20 kesef to the Kohen, who we explained earlier is Ish HaChesed. And Rabbi Nathal showed us on Likutei Moran that through Chesed, the Kitzru Lefi Chesed, through this, we cut away, we slice away the Malchus of Kedusha from the Sitra Achra, that the Sitra Achra shouldn't be able to draw from it at all. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Kitzru Lefi Chesed. Cut <coughs> based on Chesed. And this is also tied into what Rabbi Nezal says at the end of chapter 135 in Likutimran. There Rabbi Nezal is speaking about a woman who's having difficulty in childbirth. The womb is closed and we want to try to open it up. The term that's used there is that the doors, the doors of the womb are closed. Now, delis means door, and dalit, dalse is the letter dalit, that there are two dalits. That's how the Sifrei Kabul explain it. You have a dalit and an upside-down dalit side by side, which form a square. And Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Imran that there also, in order, when a woman is having difficulty in bringing a child out, we have to cut the dalits. We have to cut these dalits in order to open the doors of the womb that the baby should be able to come out. Ayin Shom, take a look over there at the end of chapter 135 in Likut Imran, V'chovein, and understand. And this is tied into what we've been learning here about the firstborn child of, from a mother, which is given to the Koyen Isha Chesed. Because Rabbi Nezal explains there in the through Chesed, we're able to cut the Dalit. In, in chapter 30, cutting the Dalit means <coughs> cutting the Malchus Tikdusha away from the Malchus of the Sitrachra. And that's what, that's, what an, that, that's what makes the birth possible. And as we explained earlier, the main, the most important birth is that first birth, Ki Iker Hu because the main thing is the beginning. Everything follows the beginning. If the beginning is a good beginning, <clears throat> then everything else can also go in good order. V'hovein heitev. Rav says, understand well the connection between these two topics. The topic of the Malchus Digdusha being taken captive, the Malchus of the Sitrachra trying to draw from it, and we have to be able to cut to separate the Malchus Tikdusha from the Malchus of the Sitrachra and elevate the Malchus of Kedusha. And this concept where a child is inside the mother's womb and it's not able to come out, and there also we have to cut the Dalit, the Dalids, there it's Dalids plural, <clears throat> in order to open the doors for this, for this baby to be able to come out, for this birth. And we know that every birth of a Jewish child is an elevation of the Malchus Tikdusha. Hashem's kingdom becomes increased. Another, a new member. Beroivom Hadras Melech. Boruch Hashem Lioilom, Amen Amen. With this, we complete Halacha Beis. And now, Rav Nussan, I'll go on to Halacha Gimel. Question in the chat, why is it that these mitzvahs dafka, <coughs> tzedakah, and chesed are the ones for redeeming the malchus of Kedusha versus other mitzvahs? The answer is because by these two mitzvahs specifically, we see a clear, obvious connection to the malchus. Tzedakah, the Sifrei Kabbal explain that the malchus is called tzedek or tzedakah. When it's in a weak state, it's called tzedek, as we explain. 
The tikkun for it is that letter hey, elevating that letter hey, the last hey of Yudke Vavke, that through tzedakah we attach that hey to tzedek. <coughs> and that's the, a major tikkun for the malchus of Kedusha. Rabbein Azal elaborates on that in chapter 67 in Likut Imran. And then chesed, we know that malchus. We know that Malchus is the last sphera of the set, which begins from Chesed. Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Yisoy, Malchus. Those seven spheres. Chesed is on top, Malchus is on bottom. Rabbein Azal shows there in Likut Imran in chapter 30, <coughs> the Pasuk, Ziru Lochem Litzdokah, plant Tzdokah, Vikitzru Lefi Chesed, and harvest through chesed, that it's chesed, which is the leader of that set. And again, kitzru, that, that is the, the midah that has the ability to make that cut, to cut the malchus of kedusha, to cut the dalid, the, <coughs> the malchus of kedusha, away from the malchus of the sitrachra. Rabbi Nezal there also brings the story of Agag. Agag was the king of the nation of Amalek. And Shaul HaMelech, who was the king of the Jewish nation, was given the mission to wipe out Amalek. And wiping out Amalek meant all of Amalek, especially the king. Shaul HaMelech made a mistake and did not kill Agag. <clears throat> he put him in prison for a night. That night, Agag had relations with a woman, which resulted in producing Haman, Haman Harasha, who was again a leader of the Malchus of the Sitrachra, which threatened, almost destroyed the whole Jewish nation, the Malchus of Kedusha. It says that when Hashem spoke to Shmuel Anavi and said, I'm completely disappointed with Shaul HaMelech. He let me down. He didn't, he didn't accomplish his mission. And therefore he forfeits his kingdom. The kingdom is going to be taken away from him and given to the one who's better than him, Dovid HaMelech, so it says Shmuel Anovi went to give that message to Shaul HaMelech. And when he did, he said, bring Agag here. I want to see Agag. And the, and the Torah says that Shmuel HaNavi took a sword and cut Agag into four. He cut, cut him into four. Again, this cutting of the Dalid, the, the Malchus, removing, defeating the Malchus of the Sitrachra, and thereby elevating the Malchus of Kedusha. So therefore it's these two things, Chesed and Staka, that have the major, major, major power to elevate the Malchus of Kedusha. We go on to Halacha Gimel. Alpi Hamaymar ki seitzei lamilchama. Belikutei tanina besimen peibes. This next halacha will be based on the Torah ki seitzei lamilchama, which is in the second half of Likutimran, chapter 82. Vaklal, to summarize what Rabbein Zal says there, ki yesh bechinas keseder u bechinas shaloi keseder. There's a concept of when things are in their proper order or when things are out of order or upside down. Shehem bechinas aleph beis v'tashrak. One example of this is when the aleph beis is in order, listed in its proper order, aleph beis, gimel, dalet, hevav, or when the aleph beis is reversed, tof, shin, resh, kuf, as we find, for example, in the musaf, that we say on Shabbos, if you take a look at the middle bracha there, Tikanto Shabbos Rotsiso Korbanoiseho, Tsiviso Perusheho, it's the olive base in reverse order. Bechinas Odom Vechava. Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimran that Odom represents Keseder. The, the letters in the word Odom are in proper order Aleph, then Dalit, then Mem even though it's not consecutive, but it's in the proper order. Whereas Chava, the letters are out of order. Ches, then we go back to Vav, backwards to Vav, and then we go backwards to He. 
Adam who bechinas havaya bemilu alfin begematria mo. And Rabbi Nassau explains there that Adam is begematria 45, which is Hashem's name Yud Kevavke, when it's spelled Yud Vav Dalid, Hey Aleph, Vav Aleph Vav, Hey Aleph. It's called Havaya Be'alfin. V'chava hu bechinas Malchus Peh, whereas Chava represents Malchus, which is associated with the mouth. V'tzorich kolechod lirois lekasher bechinas shaloike seder, bechinas Chava, lebechinas Odom, mo lebechinas keseder. Rabbi Nezal explains there that each and every one of us has to try to do what Hashem did, to connect Chava to Adam, to connect the Shaloi Keseder to the Keseder. Va'oz nizbatel bechina Shaloi Keseder. And then the Shaloi Keseder is eliminated. It becomes Venase Hakoil Keseder. Everything becomes Keseder. Ki ba'asar de'is dechar nukvei lo yitkar tamon. Because the Zohar HaKadosh tells us when you have the male, the female isn't mentioned. She's part of the male. When a man and woman get married, they're no longer called by their two different family names. She takes on the husband's name. Avol mi shemechalek bechinas chavo malchus liatzmoi. And Rabbi Nezal goes on to say there, but when a person tries to take the malchus to themselves, instead of realizing that Hashem is the king, ki l'ashem ha all kingdom, all kavod belongs to Hashem. When a person tries to take kavod, malchus, to themselves, and thereby takes the, the chava, the malchus, to themselves, dahainu sheyesh gadlus, the person has arrogance, vo'imer ano emloich, and the person says, I, I, I rule, I'm the king, I'm in charge. By doing that, the person is taking the malchus to themselves instead of attaching it to Hashem, who is keseder, yudke vavke, keseder. Then that person will see that things are not going right for them. Things are not going in the proper order. Things are going upside down. Because the person has put themselves in a, sta- in a state of The person is taking malchus, chava tashrak, to themselves. Now, this doesn't mean getting married, this means, again, when a person is trying to to emphasize that I'm in charge, I'm the boss, I'm in control. A person has to correct this and to humble themselves. And to make themselves more. More means nothing. As Moshe Rabbeinu said about himself and his, and his brother Aaron, we are nothing. And when a person humbles themselves, by doing that, they connect, they attach the Malchus to Hashem, who is more. And then the aspect of Chava, which is Malchus, is returned to Adam, to Hashem, and then everything goes into the right order. Ubechinas keseder nikra yud. Rabbi Nassau goes on to explain in that chapter in Likud Yamaram that when things are in the proper order, it's also represented by the letter yud, the way we pronounce it. Rabbi Nassau shows there shemalchus hanikra dalid. The Malchus, which is sometimes referred to as by the letter Dalit, because Deles, it has nothing. It has nothing of its own. And therefore, since Malchus has no light of its own, Hashem draws light into the Malchus from Chachma, from the highest level. 
which is referred to by the letter Yud. Yud is Chochmo, Yud is Machshava, as Rabbi Nezal shows in chapter 1 in Likut Imran. Vezehu Yud Vav Dalit. And with this we understand the letter Yud, the way we pronounce it, it's written as if it were a Yud, a Vav, and a Dalit. The Vav there represents the pipe, the pipe by which the light flows from the Yud to the Dalit, from Chachma into Malchus. Vizehu, and this is also what the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Ochor vokedem tsartoni vatoshe solai kapecho. Odomarishan says, Hashem, you created me front and back. Because the Medrash says that Odom and Chava were created as Siamese twins, attached back to back. And then Hashem sliced them apart and enabled them to turn around and be face to face. So the Pasuk says, Hashem, you created me back and front and you placed your hands upon me. And the, the Medrash says, Altikri kapecha elo kofecha. Don't read the word kapecha, read it kofecha. Your kof, your letter chof. Hainu yud gematria chof. The letter yud, the way we pronounce it, yud vav dalid, is bigematria 20. Ayin Shom, take a look over there in chapter 80, 82, in the second half of Likud Imran. There, Rabbi Nezal explains all of this much more elaborately. Rabbi Nezal is giving us a quick summary of what Rabbi Nezal says there. Question in the chat. Doesn't this approach indicate that the man is somehow closer to Hashem than the woman? that the man is <coughs> Keseder, which is Hashem, and the woman is Shaloi Keseder. The answer is that Shaloi Keseder is also Hashem. <coughs> By calling the woman the Malchus, Malchus is, is also a part of Hashem, not just also, but in some ways it's the main aspect, it's the most important aspect of Hashem. <coughs> the whole creation was about the Malchus, was about the kingdom of Hashem, that Hashem cannot be king unless there's a nation, unless there are those to accept him. So the world, the entire creation is called the kingdom of Hashem. The woman is referred to as the Malchus, the Shekhinah. So the Shaloika say there, we know this is an incredible, important underlying concept in Kabbalah and in Hasidus to remember that it's all one. It's all really oneness. <clears throat> when we speak about something being on top of the other thing, it's relative to that discussion. Within that framework, within the standard order of the spheroids, Malchus is on bottom and Chesed is above it. However, we know the Malchus is a moving target. We spoke about this. That there's a concept of the Hu Yim Shelbach. There's a concept of the man being on top of and ruling over the woman, <clears throat> and there's a concept of Eishes Chayel Ateres Balo, that a woman of valor is the crown on her husband's head, meaning she's above him. So we, we don't want to ever think <clears throat> that it's just clear that this is on top and this is on bottom and finished. And this one is closer and this one is further. Any other questions, please? Now Rav Nosenzal begins. Paragraph base. V'zeh b'chinas pidyon b'choyer menakoyim be'esrim kesef shehem chamisha sloim. And based on this introduction, <coughs> we'll have a new understanding of this mitzvah of redeeming the b'choyer with 20 kesef, which is five sloim, the five coins that we're all familiar, familiar with that are used to redeem the b'choyer. Because when we speak about the creation, the entire creation, generally that represents, that's associated with Malchus. 
Because the main underlying reason in all of creation was to reveal the kingdom of Hashem. Because you cannot have a king without a nation. A person walks into an empty room and says, I'm king. King over whom? King means authority. Authority means over someone. And therefore, when we speak about the creation in general, it's, it's an aspect of shaloyke seder. It's, an, it's associated specifically with chava, malchus, the Aleph Bey's upside down, tafshin reish kuf. Bechinas, as the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, betishrei nivrei ha'elam. The world was created in tishrei. And the word betishrei also means with tishrei. Tishrei is tafshin reish yud. And yud and kuf are the same. Kuf is a hundred, yud is ten. In Mispar Kotan, it's the same thing. Tishrei, hibechinas tashrak. Tishrei is like the Tavshin Reish Kuf, the Aleph Bey is backwards, Shaloike Seder, upside down. Bechinas Din, which represents Midas Hadin, as it says, Bereshis Bara Eloikim is Hashemayim Esoretz. And the word Bereshis is Be'alef Tishrei, on the first of Tishrei. Ve'ikr Shleimus Ve'tikan Habriya Kishimu Kusheres Lashaniz Borach. And the main perfection <coughs> and repair of everything in, in, in the creation is when we're able to attach everything to Hashem. Shehi bechinas keseder. Hashem kaviochel is referred to as keseder. Bechinas havaya bemilu alfin, which is Hashem's name yudke vavke when it's filled out with olives. Bechinas aleph beis keseder. That's referred to as the aleph beis in its proper order. We've mentioned in the past, the Arizal tells us that Hashem's name, Yud K Vav K, <coughs> can be written 12 different ways. Yud Hey Vav Hey, Yud Hey Hey Vav, Yud Vav Hey Hey, Hey Hey Vav Yud, all 12 different ways that correspond to the 12 months of the year, that correspond to the 12 tribes. The first one, the first combination, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, which is called Keseder, that's the proper order. That, that's Chasotim, that's Chesed. Whenever it's not in the proper order, it's less Chesed. And the more out of order it is, the more Din it is. So that, for example, the month of Nisan, which in certain ways is the happiest month of the year, the entire month is called Rosh Chodesh. This month will be Rosh Chodesh's. Every day we don't say Tachnon. Every day throughout the entire month of Nisan, we're told that the Tziruf for Nisan is Yud Hey Vav Hey. Yismachu, as is found in the Pasuk, Yismachu Hashomayim Vesogel Horetz. May the heavens be happy and may the earth rejoice. That's, that's, Yud Kevavke, that's Mo. That's Yud Kevavke Baalfin, that's Keseder. Ki Iker Habriyo Bishvil Hachochma. Because one of the main reasons, now make up your mind, a few lines above he said, Ki Iker Habriyo Hoya Bishvil Hizgalus Malchusai. Now he's telling us, Ki Iker Habriyo Bishvil Hachochma. Make up your mind. My mind is made up. They're both 100% correct, and it's not a contradiction at all. Rav Nosanzal says now, one of the main reasons for creation was Chachmah. Which means, the real Chachmah, the most important Chachmah is recognition of Hashem. As it says in the Zohar Kodesh, begin the Yishtemoidoinle, in order that people should recognize and know Hashem. That's the most important Chachmah. To know and recognize Hashem. And to always be attached to and connected to Hashem.
When that happens, then the entire creation is perfect, and everything is going right. Everything is in its proper order. Because the entire creation, which we said is the kingdom of Hashem, Shehi Bechina Shaloika Seder, and Malchus is Shaloika Seder, Nizbatel Lebechina Soda, is becoming null and void, is subjugating itself completely to Adam, which is Mo, which is Keseder, which is referred to as the proper order, Kanal Bemaimar Hanal, as Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in Likute Maran. Any questions? And when a firstborn child is born, that's like a whole new creation. Because man is the most important one out of everything that Hashem created. Everything else was created for the sake of man. And man represents, he's a composite of the entire creation. Because it's in man and human beings that everything else in creation is included in and is dependent on. Everything in creation is dependent on what human beings are going to do. Kayoduas is very well known in the Torah. And therefore, when a human being is born in the world, that's like a whole new creation. And out of all the newborn children, the most important one is the first. Which is the first birth from this couple. A whole new creation. And therefore it's very important that we see to it that this newborn child, which represents Malchus, to return it to Keseder. Because the, the, the entire creation, which is represented by this new child, this firstborn child that's born, we said is an aspect of Seder. Tishrei, Tovshin, Reishyud. Bechinas Malchus, Klolius And we have to see to it to return this Shaloika Seder to reconnect it to Keseder. Ki ha because the Bechor is the first, the leader, the top. Bechinas Malchus, as it says in Tehillim, Af ani Bechor etnehu. This Pasuk is speaking about Moshiach ben David, the ultimate king of the Jews, and Hashem says, I will place him as Bechor, I will make him Bechor. So we see Bechoyer is Malchus. Alkein, Tzrichim Litein HaBechoyer, Bechinas Klolius Habria, Bechinas Malchus, Lahakoyhen. Therefore, we must give this Bechoyer, who represents the entire creation, which is the Malchus, we must give him to the Koyhen, Shehu Ish HaChesed. The Koyen is the representative of Chesed, Shehu Bechinas Keseder. And Chesed, is the concept of keseder. Bechinas havaya bemilu alfin shu bechinas chesed. Hashem's name yud kevavke, when it's spelled with alephs, yud vav dalet, hey aleph, vav aleph, vav, hey aleph, that format of Hashem's name is, is the format for chesed, kindness. Vayideizeh nase hakoil keseder. And by giving the bechor to the koyhein, giving the malchus, connecting the malchus to the chesed, giving it over to chesed, now everything becomes keseder. Just like when a woman is given over to her husband, again, she takes on his name. She's no longer an independent entity. Having her, she takes on his name, she becomes part of the chesed. 
כי נחסר קלוריוס הבריאה בחינס מלכוס, שהוא בחינס הבכור, להכוין איש החסד שהוא בחינס דעס. Because by giving the Bechor to the Koyen, we're returning the entire creation. Remember, a human being represents the whole creation, and especially of a Bechor. We're taking that whole creation, the Malchus, which is the Bechor, and giving him over to the Koyen, who's the Isha Chesed, who is also Bechinas Das. The Koyen represents Chesed and Das. Kamei as it says clearly in the Navi, Ki Sifsei Koyen Yishmeru Das, because das and chesed go together. There's no such thing as chesed without das. Chesed, you want to be nice and give a, a, a three-month-old baby a piece of steak, you'll kill that baby. So chesed and das must go together. Rabbein Ezzel shows this in many places. As is explained in Likut Imran in many places. Chapter 15, chapter 56. And by giving the Bechor to the Koyen, by doing this, we're making a Tikkun for that first birth, which we said represented a new creation. And we're taking the whole creation and plugging it into Keseder. And we showed earlier, Rabbi Nezal shows in the Kutimran, that another example of Keseder is the letter Yud, the way we pronounce it. Yud Vav Dalet. That the Chachma, the Yud, the Chachma, is flowing via the Vav, which is the pipe, into the Dalet, into the Malchus. And we said Yud is Bigimatria Chof. That the way you pronounce the letter Yud, Yud Vav Dalid, Yud is 10, Vav is 6, and Dalid is 4, it's 20. Vialkein noisnen chof dinarim lekoyen, bad pidyon chof kanal. And this is why we give 20 kesef, we said earlier, 20 dinars to the koyen, in order to redeem the chof, in order to make the tikkun for the chof. And this is also why we use money. Because money and wealth are associated with the left side. As it says in Mishlei, From the left side we draw wealth and honor. The left side usually represents din. Judgment, when things are out of order, if you recall, I once mentioned during the ten plagues, it says in a place there, when Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Paroi about one of the plagues where Hashem is going to smash Egypt, it says there, the hand of Hashem is going to strike your cattle that's in your fields. The word hoyo. Hey, Vav, Yud, Hey, which is the letters Yud, Ke, Vav, Ke, out of order. Remember, when it's out of order, it's Din, it's judgment. And by us giving these 20, 20 silver to the Koyhain, remember, it's what today we're used to five, it's these five major silver coins, which are the Esrim Kesef, by giving it to the coin who's Isha Chesed, we're taking the aspect of Shaloikaseder, Shehu HaKesef HaMomoin, which is money. Money is Shaloikaseder, because we said money comes from the left side, and the left side is Shaloikaseder. The left side is Din, Shaloikaseder. We're taking the Shaloikaseder, the left, and we're bringing it Likaseder. To a representative of Keseder, Shehu HaKoyen, Isha Chesed, who is the Koyen, who is known as the Isha Chesed, Shehu Bechinas Keseder. Vialkein, paragraph Gimel, Vialkein, Iker Yetzias Mitzrayim, Choyo Alidei Makas Bechoyrois. And therefore, the grand finale of all of the plagues that Hashem inflicted on Egypt which resulted in the Jews being able to leave Egypt, was 
the, the destruction where Hashem struck at the firstborn of the Egyptians. Va'oz niskachu Yisrael. And that's when the Jewish firstborn really became sanctified. And Hashem immediately gave us the mitzvah, which illustrates the holiness of the Bechor, the firstborn. As it says right there in Parshas Bishalach, at the end, Kadeshli Kol sanctified to me every firstborn male child. Because the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that one of the major reasons why the Jewish people had to go down to Egypt was to repair, to correct the sin of Adam Arishan. One aspect, one major aspect of the sin of Adam Arishan was Pegam Habris. The fact that he didn't wait with his Zivuk till Shabbos. The fact that he and Chava were together on Friday, number one. And the fact that additionally, during the 130 years afterwards, that Odom Arishan separated from his wife Chava, during that time it's brought that all kinds of shadim and ruchais caused Odom Arishan to be poigim in the bris. And one of the major regions for the Jewish nation going down to Egypt was to repair all of that, to correct that. And when a person is bris, he's disconnecting the malchus from Hashem. He's trying to take the malchus to himself. This aspect of chava malchus, and he separated the malchus from Hashem. This was the major damage that was done by Adam and Chava. That a separation was made between Chava and HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the format of Adam, the Mo. Because that's what the snake was really looking to accomplish. To get rid of Adam. As Rashi points out over there, that he was jealous, the snake was jealous of the relationship between Adam and Chava, and he knew that Hashem said, when Adam eats from the Eitz Hadas, he'll die. The snake had hoped that Adam will die, and the snake will take Chava. This is how the Medrash presents it. K'day she'yomus Adam ve'yiso es Chava. Hainu she'rotso lehafrid b'chinas Chava me'odam meaning that the snake wanted to separate Chava from Adam. She'oz nasa b'chinas Chava. Remember, the word Adam here plays two roles. Adam means Adam Arishain, the, 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 the person, and Adam means Kaviochel Hashem, Mo. She'oz nasa b'chinas Chava b'chinas Shaloyke Seder. And when Chava is separated from Adam, then Chava goes into this state of Shaloyke Seder. And then she's no longer receiving that flow of life from, from Adam, from Mo, from, from the Yud. And then the negative forces, the Sitra can rule over her. Which is the Tumor of the snake. Because what gives the Sitrachra power, what gives the Sitrachra the ability to draw from holiness, is when the holiness is in a state of Shaloi Keseder. Kishenifrat Mebechinas Keseder Chashon. When Chava is detached from Keseder, that's when Chava becomes vulnerable to the Sitrachra. Bebechinas Tsalmoves. There's a posik in Eoiv where it speaks about Tsalmovis, the aspect of death, the Sitrachra, when? Veloisedorim, when there's loiseder, when there's lack of seder. Sheikr yenika sitra de moise bechinas Tsalmovis, whom bechinas veloisedorim, bechinas shaloike seder. What empowers, what gives the, the Sitrachra, the aspect of death, the ability to, to rule, to, to have power, is when there's loiseder. And that's why the Medrash says that the snake said to, to Odom and Chava, 
You know why Hashem doesn't want you to eat from this tree? He's afraid. He doesn't want competition. He knows that as soon as you eat from this tree, you will be like Hashem. You will be able to create worlds just like Hashem. As Rashi points out over there, so what it was really all about was how would you like to be a king? How do you like to be just like Hashem, a ruler, a king? The snake wanted to separate, to detach Chava, the Malchus, from Hashem. He wanted to convince them to take the aspect of Malchus, the Elohim, to themselves. You'll be Elohim. And Elohim is Malchus also. There's a Pasuk which Rabbi Nezal quotes in chapter 4 in the Kudiman. Hashem is my king from way back. Rav Nosson is also going to go into this more now. We'll continue this in the next Shira Mitzvah. <clears throat> Any questions, please? Question, what is the mocker for the fact that Odom Arishan was Pogim in Bris? The Gemara mentions this in Sanhedrin. There's a quotation in the Gemara that Odom Arishan moshuch be'erlosoyoyo. That Odom Arishan was steeped in Orla. That's the wording in the Gemara. The Zohar Kodesh and the, the Sifrei Kabbalah elaborate on it much more. They go into much more detail explaining what it was and all the Sifrei Kabbalah, all of the Sifrei Chasidus all have discussions regarding that. Another question in the chat, just a moment. What hope could the snake possibly have that Odom would die and Chava would remain alive Weren't they parts of a whole? And, and so that the threat of death referred to them both? The answer is not necessarily. They were two distinct. After when Hashem created Chava, he, when Hashem completed the creation of Chava, Hashem sliced them apart. Hashem imposed, imposed a tardema on them, a deep sleep. And then it says Hashem took a rib from Odom and made Chava. So at that point, they were two units, in a sense. Now remember, a lot of this is not necessarily just physical. A lot of this is operating in spiritual terms. Okay. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a good week. Today is the beginning of a new week. This week we have Erev Shrush We have a Yom Kippur Koton on Thursday. We have a Rosh Chodesh on Friday and Shabbos and Yitzhashem should be zeichah that the, the month of Shabbat should be completed with Simcha, with Yeshua's for Klal Yisrael, and we should go into the two others and Nisan to major Simcha, major Yeshua's, especially the Gula Shleimah, Amen, Amen.